Episode eight. Oh, I said the thing. You did it. We're in. Sick boys in the building. We weren't even sure we were going to get to do this week, seeing as we've left everything to the last minute. Yeah, so this, um, this is pretty much live. Yeah. Within, within reason. I'm denigrating the podcast again. But, I mean, it's, it's what we do. <laughs> now I'm denigrating myself for denigrating the podcast. Now you double denigrate. You're double denning. Yeah, DPing. No, DDing. Um, hello, everybody. We're back. Yeah, and if we sound a bit weird this week, it's because we both, I think, have come I'm down get, with... I'm getting the flu separately, but you've got the flu. Yeah. Um, well, that was as as a result of playing uh, the ministry show with with Joel. Joel the Mouse. Um, that was um, cool, though. That was a really good... Yeah, it was good. Um, we debu- debuted a song. Drank a little bit too much because I was nervous about... Uh, uh, having to finish the music and then playing it. Uh, do you know what? I have a confession. I smoked a cigarette. Yeah, uh, me too. Oh, what, really? Yeah. Where'd Joel throw the cigarettes? You, you smoke a cigarette? If they're in my hand, I'm going to smoke them. Oh, man. Well, that's everything done. And I lost my jewels. What jewels? <laughs> J-U-U-L, the little, oh. the little vape thing. That's, that's number eight. I've lost <laughs> eight jewels. If you've lost your jewels... Uh, <laughs> Congrats for losing jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy fucking jewels. Enjoy losing your jewels. So yeah, nicotine's <laughs> nicotine's a big problem right now. So we did have a guest kind of lined up. We'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, mean, we're we're pretty unorganized with this, so we kind of lined a guy up. A guy. Um, He's a sexy guy. Yeah. And Do you know what's cool? It's kind of like this is kind of like highbrow, <laughs> corrupt FM. Just roll it. Just roll it out like pirate radio. This is what we're doing. We're rolling it out live. Yeah, I've never. Oh, is Croft FM the the one on TV? Yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, I've stopped watching. It's back, you know. It, this yeah, episode. I don't, I don't care though. <laughs> it was so funny. At this point, I don't care. It's like, yeah, the Indian manager is funny. Fucking whatever. It's. I mean, yeah, yeah they're they're clutching, but they said this is going to be the last one, so. You know what's the what's the Indian guy's name? Shichabadi G. He's he's the only funny one. He's uh, and I'm, funny. I'm even sick of him because he's the um he's the host of the safety video on uh, British Airways. Yeah, that that was the point at which I got sick of him was when he was doing the a- anyone that does like got an too air- big yeah anyone that does like an airplane safety video suddenly becomes dead to me. They got too big for their boots. Too big for their boots. Hold tight for Stormzy. Then being the next um. Uh, safety video on British Airways. Hold tight also for Stormzy headlining Glastonbury next year. What? Yeah, headline slot. Really? Yeah. That's, that's big. That was some news and I didn't even drop the news button. Didn't even need to drop the news button. Yeah. that's. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I don't feel like he's there, but also I'm not in touch enough with UK culture or youth yeah, culture. Yeah, neither, neither. Um, but it's like joining the ranks of fucking Beyonce and Jay Z and all that. Fucking it's like Dolly Parton and yeah. It's like is it, what is the next guy Stormzy? Radiohead. I mean Stormzy's fucking massive. But yeah. Is he? I don't. Do you know what it is? I don't think that you need. It's not about being a legacy band or being that big or having a history of being that big. You just need hits. Like how are you going to yeah. feel that? You need you need songs that are so strong. And I guess he's got that preachy one, the the churchy one. I haven't heard that. And then he's got the big for the boots one. Was that? Oh, was but, that you know, but you know what he can do as well is he can bring. This is what Grime does a lot is the walk on. Was he? Did he do the too big for your boots? Yeah, that's him. That's off his album. So that was a huge track. Right. I think also what that was quite a while ago then. No. Yeah, I mean last year. All oh, right. 
Okay. Time goes fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, uh, this is what Grime is good at, though, is like if they, because even, the, even like Michael Dapper, that, the, the comedian, he's got one song. Like I'm, I was thinking, like, how's he going to fill the show? And the show was great because, like, you know, Skepta comes on and then Wiley comes on. And then, so that's, I think, cause, and Getz comes on. So that I guess it, in Grime, you've got so many friends, <laughs> so, many, so many good friends. The, I guess you can fill the night up with. See, I don't, I don't really know any of those people or their songs. So they come on and I'm, and the crowd goes everyone, wild. Everyone in America thinks I'm doesn't even know, know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. Like, a, a, until they play a song like Too Big for Your Boots, then I'm like, oh. I guess you probably have the same, like, I guess when Drake does a show and he brings everybody on that's that we've never heard of, that all the mumble rap core. Yeah. Him. Right, well... Number uh, eight. Let's play some. Let's play some music. Let's see how long we can go without playing music and not things get, not getting awkward. It's okay. already happening a little bit. No, no, no. I'm down. I'm down for that challenge. All right. Hello. Where's my little? No, I want a better one than that. I could do some news. I've got some facts actually. <clears throat> do you? I everything that I've got in my Google Notes um, list we've already done. I just made a note of this because I found it really interesting um, about the scientists have discovered that two particles can exist in this exact same, uh, in duplicate, in different states. Quantum particles. Yeah. So an, an atom can exist in duplicate and, they, and they, they suspect that atoms do exist in duplicate, which means that every atom that's inside me and inside you and inside that screen... <laughs> exists somewhere else in this, you know, in the universe. And once that atom's destroyed, the duplicate one destroys under quantum laws. And they've proved it. They've actually destroyed one and the other one just disappears. Right. At, dist- at distances. How, how do the, if, if we, if, so every, every. God, I wish Brian Cox was here. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, so basically every mole- molecule has a dual one. I, I wasn't sure that no, was no, how it works. No, so it's not a molecule. It's, we're going way yeah, down yeah, into... Yeah, well, whatever the fuck they call it. What are they called? Particles. Uh, yeah. So, so every particle has a duplicate, you're saying? Yeah. See, I didn't know that was the case. I thought they created the duplicate. No, no, no. So they discovered that these particles exist in duplicates. So like, say what they're destroying one. is like, why did that one disappear? Okay, but, but it's close. How the fuck do they find the duplicate? Um, like it's just over there. Where is it? I think they're looking at them with radio spectrographs. Right. So it's it's. I think it's all them crew, all the mandem down at the Hadron Collider, have discovered that, and the the biggest distance between these two particles that were in in that were paired. Yeah, how far can it go? Like two feet is the maximum they've found. That's but, such a random fucking length. I know. I mean, it's quite. It's quite. A, a, that's quite far as well. Once you get to the particle level. Yeah, again, it gets into wave physics as well because it, they only can see them when it's, it, it's under a collapsed wave. So if you yeah. think of two, anyway, let's play some music. I think <laughs> I think I think we drew that one out long enough. I think we just because we got a belter here. I think we just jumped the shark. Is <laughs> a uh, collider by Shadiant. I wonder if this tune exists. I wonder if the particles for this tune exist. It somewhere does. Else. It does. Everything does. Probably on Spotify. We can teleport. Soon. All right. Stand by.
And we're back. You did it. You did the coffee run, and then you got back. Yeah, well, I'm not actually supposed coming. to be drinking coffee for health reasons that I won't go into. It's good. Addiction's a, a, a heavy thing these days. My, I'm just. We we're just talking about it earlier. Nicotine, and how like. I don't know. It just. But when I lost my my jewels, um, I thought I had lost one earlier, like the week in the car. And the fact that my brain was telling me, even though I knew it wasn't in there, because I'd looked, my brain was telling me to go back and look again, and go back and look again, and be like, oh, maybe I've just missed it. Kind of like a crack addict, search, literally searching like, for the next yeah. the next crumb. I was behaving like a crack addict, and it was making me laugh because I was like, the fact that my addicted nicotine brain was telling me to to. <laughs> behave like a crack addict. It's mad. It's, I, it's, yeah. I find it really interesting the way the brain is. I mean, I've I've tried cutting out coffee for the last, um, I've been off it for sort of four days. I haven't had any caffeine and sort of four days is fine. And after that, I start getting the, the fucking irritability thing. I um, find but that's, I think that's the only way that you get affected by um Withdrawals is irritability. Yeah. You know, some people get headaches, some people get depression, some people get all sorts of things. I think with you, you just get cranky. Yeah. Like with um, like that time nicotine. I, like that time I tried to quit nicotine and we were playing a show, uh, I think it was in Adelaide, we were probably like 24, 25, 24. Um, oh, so that was our first big quit when we quit cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. And we were doing some show in Adelaide and I remember <laughs> you called my room being like, Hey man, do you want to go get some dinner? And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. I just fucking lost it. Uh, I didn't used to get irritable with nicotine withdrawals, but no, you didn't. You used to be able to smoke like a chimney and then just stop. Just stop. I stopped suddenly. cold turkey, didn't I? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck. You know, it's it's age, you know. It's age. Well, at least we're talking about more interesting stuff than quantum physics. I think I think the vapes have a lot more nicotine though. This is my big problem. Is I think that. I reckon my nicotine intake has gone way up than when I smoked. Yeah. Because it starts off and you're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to treat it like a cigarette. I'll smoke it outside or like a cigarette. And then you're like, oh, no, I'll just smoke it on the couch. And then you're like, the next thing you know, you've got two of them in your mouth in yeah. bed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, and yeah. one up your butt. And one up your butt. <laughs> it's, uh, I think any, any sort of, especially with nicotine, anything that you can have more of, I will have more of it. I think, I think a lot of people are like that. Um, it's, Especially if it's an addictive substance, oh, like any fucking thing, like that's why you got to be got to be careful. That got to be careful out there, kids. You've got to be careful with anything that's addictive. Yeah, especially to all our American uh, friends out there. Don't don't hit them jewels. Cause I think they're going to ban them, or maybe they're not. Um, I think they're just not letting them sell them in like gas stations and garages and shit. Because that's oh, that's so and like um, sucks. supermarkets and shit. So you'll have to order them online. I mean, you can just order them from Amazon, probably. I mean, that's what I have to do over here, but there's something so convenient about being on the way to a show and being like, Jamal, pull in. Pull into that 7-Eleven. I need more jewel capsules. Yeah. And the American ones are 5%, which are better. The ones over here in the UK are 1.6%, which is why... So what's that? Nicotine? Yeah. So an American jewel capsule is an entire pack of cigarettes in one little capsule. The UK ones are not, which is what... I didn't know. So this is why I've been like <laughs> chuffing so, them away all day. So that's about sort of a quarter of a box. This isn't a jewel. This is another brand. Okay. Of which we're not sponsored by. We're not sponsored by Jewel either. There's <laughs> other there's other brands available. We have no money. Uh, we are up for it though. So give us money. Give us money, please. Jewel. Give us money. Oh, just give us nicotine. Yeah. Just give me some fucking nicotine right now. Yeah. 
but yeah, so it's a lot weaker, which I think weak is bad. If you're tapering off your... We're getting into the, one of those things that's probably really boring to other people. But if you taper it off, that's good. If you start weak, that's bad because you just do more. Like, do you remember, we had that uh, production manager um, recently and he was like, what's, what's vaping like? Does it work? I'm like, yeah, it works, man. Go for it. And he, <laughs> he was like Krusty the Clown with the, with, the, with the patches. He had like four of them in his mouth because he was smoking like really, really strong cigarettes. Who was this? Our, our ex-production manager, um, when we did the, you know, like the Asia tour and stuff like right. that. Right. Um, we called him Cool John. We called, <laughs> we called, we called him Mum. No, Kevin was calling him Mum. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Talking about? Tattooed dude. Yeah. Um, and he fell into that trap where you, he started quite weak. Yeah. And because he smoked so heavily, he was just like, this is not doing it, so I'm going to do more and more and more, and probably even raised his nicotine input because he was doing it throughout the day. Well, it's, it's hard to tell as well. I mean, it, it's not as if it has a fucking LED telling you what equivalent <laughs> to cigarettes it is or, or something. <sighs> this one's so crap compared to Jill. See, I, I tried vaping for a bit, which is stupid because I'd already quit, but I was like, well, the cool kids are doing it. And Are you on patches, though? Yeah. For all you kids out there. Um, but the good thing about that is you can't take more than one. You're stuck with one the, the entire day. Yeah, that's true. You know, you can't take more or less. It's just fucking you put it on or you don't. It's so tough out here being addicts, all, all us addicts in the world. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I tried, I did try vaping a while ago. And, <laughs> and that, we suspected that's what. I, I just sounded old as fuck, which we are, by the way. But um, We're millennials. But I, I tried I tried doing it for a while and I fucking slowly noticed I was I was having a haircut at a <laughs> at a salon like a and vaping no uh, not at the same time but yes uh, at separate times and while I was having the haircut I uh, the guy was trying to he was I don't know blow drying my hair or some shit and he was trying to tell me a story as they do uh, and I was like I can't hear what the f- fuck this dude says when he's on the left and knowing that's right that's when this all started knowing a little little bit about sort of uh uh biology in regards to the ear i was like well fuck you know what that means um that's like the first sign of hearing loss is if you can't hear sound amongst like a, a bed of noise so if you go to a restaurant and you find it difficult to hear people that's the beginnings of the beginning. Or if you find yourself turning the TV up, if yeah. there's ambient noise, like if you're, say, your your lounge room's near the kitchen and you, and there's someone cooking and you start turning the TV up. Or or if you're at a party and sort of people are talking and you can't hear the person next to you, then... So, so what is it? An inability to focus on yeah. sounds is the beginning of... And I don't know specifically why that happens. It's weird. I don't know if anyone knows that. Um, Michael from the Pegboard Nerds, who, who is an audiologist... Please, please call in. Uh... <laughs> Please let us know. But yeah, I just uh, slowly kind of lost the hearing on my uh, left side for a couple of days, which was scary. I know, that was terrible. But we're not entirely sure it was vaping. No. Although Steve Angelo said that he had a similar problem, but he wasn't sure either. I've heard a bunch of people have similar problems, but um, I think we either I or all of us are prone to something else as well, or maybe it's an allergy, I, I don't fucking know. Because I vape like a chimney and... Yeah, you're always blowing Candy Crush clouds. <laughs> candy Crush clouds. That'd be a good, like, new... Flavour? 
No, I just mean like a rapper. I'd be a good rapper, kind of oh. Candy Crush, but like with a K and Triple C. And oh, loads of yeah. dollar signs. He can be called Triple K. Triple K. KKK. But he's but obviously there's no problems with obviously that. Obviously, of African American descent, and it's, there's no, an even, irony there. Even better, even better, because it's it's uh, a double bluff, a double bluff, <laughs> and it's like intentionally provocative, which they love. They love. I mean, look at six nine. Six nine's a rude thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick to Dick. Dick to Dick. <laughs> That'll be a great name. That's, 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 the name of, that's the name of his album. That's the name of my next album. <laughs> or maybe us, like Knife you can Party. Jump on, you can jump on my... Um, Knife rap. Party, Dick to Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Standing back to back on the cover like Criss Cross in the 90s. I don't, think it, it, I don't think it fits our latest songs. No. Maybe some of them. <laughs> Which, are we, should we play some? Like, should, we play what, should we play what we did... Well, let's let's leave that. I think maybe till the end. All right. Um, well, let's play some music at least. All right. How have well, we? Well, actually, do we have any segments? Well, actually, I've I've got a fact. Go on, hit me. Exciting <laughs> fact of the week. Uh, this random fucking article, which is probably fake news on yahoonews.com. sounds dubious, but go on. Says men with beards are more attractive than those who are clean-shaven, says science. Do you know what? Science said that. Uh, I saw an article saying that every beard has particles of poo in it. <laughs> and I was like, proven. But the, the, the pictures they showed with the, with the clickbait article... Well, you mean even mine right now? Well, you haven't got that much of a beard. Not as much as me. You've got... Yeah, you've, but it's, it's located just below my mouth. <laughs> but your mouth... That's your, the worst position. Your mouth's not near poo. The, the, but the the clickbait not as far as you know the the clickbait article showed like a really it's sort of picture of like Ryan Gosling and um I don't know some other like hot actors and then, yeah. but the but the, the catchphrase was like scientists find beards are 90% likely to contain particles of poo <laughs> I was just like oh, I'm shaving tomorrow is that 90% based <laughs> it's blatantly clickbait it's like buzzfeed or something no. Utter wankery like that, but do you know what we? I saw our lawyer, um, who's you know he's a he's a reasonably looking guy. He's probably going to listen to this, so I'm you know I'm, I'm trading carefully. But I I just had to compliment him on his new beard. Is Mid- he um, middle aged guy? Look great, look great. Short beard, uh, so not some stubble. It was like a proper proper beard. No, it was it was I guess it was like what you would call. Manicured stubble, so it was right. really short, but like good lines, great lines, great chin, you know, great definition. He looked great. He He's, would he would look good with a beard. He looked great with a beard. I mean, no one he knows had, who he we're had talking a turtle, about. He had a turtleneck on though, so he's like he had a Steve Jobs vibe nah. going on. Yeah, very. It, it was an inter, you know, in intelligence. Well, this thing reckons men who have full beards are seen as more attractive than men who have just a light stubble. But to who? Um, Cave women. Let me see if it says. Sorry, Paul. As part of the experiment, male subjects were photographed clean-shaven five days after shaving, ten days after shaving, and then a whole four weeks without shaving. And uh, 8,500 women were asked to rate the men on their attractiveness as a long-term romantic partner. Oh, that's interesting because there's a psychological element there that would be too long to get into on a podcast. But the stipulation is long-term partner. 
Yeah, exactly. So what is it about a big long beard? <laughs> it's, it's, he's got he's got patience. He's grown a long ass fucking beard. Well, see, the, the article kind of contradicts itself because next it says. Um, Heavy stubble after 10 days was found most attractive, while full beards grown over four weeks came second, which is interesting. the opposite of what it said. Very interesting. At first. I mean, obviously some of these things are going to be influenced by the... Uh, oh, shit. And it then goes, light stubble was considered third best, while cleanly shaven, was con- uh, cleanly shaven men were considered least attractive. Wow. I mean, the only reason I grew my beard in is because I was losing definition of my fucking face by getting older and fatter. Well, it's the easiest. It's the easiest self improvement thing ever. You just don't you have just to do don't anything. Do something, yeah. Oh god, like, we have it easy, don't what we? What else works like that? <laughs> There's nothing that works There's like that. There's literally for, nothing. Everything for girls takes effort. Yeah. Whereas we just get older and do less, and just let the hair grow. I guess for men, it's about keeping the beard neat. <laughs> I mean, come on. That doesn't um, take that much effort. I was going to say other things. I, went, I am um, <laughs> keeping the beard neat and the things long. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just takes a quick trim. Yeah. But yeah, that is... Wash the jizz off your pants, fucking <laughs> get a haircut, do nothing with your beard, and you're fucking, you're in there. This is our best podcast ever. These are, these are, the, these are, the, these are the good issues. I think, it's, I think it's slowly getting worse, to be honest. I mean it. Or I'm, it started bad, th- then it got good. This is a listen back for me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, beards, you know, they are what they are. They've got poo particles in them and they... Uh... I find it slightly weird that they didn't ask any, any gay men what their opinions were. Because maybe they have... Like they have so oh, many... I'm sure they'll have a completely different category on what they... Because there's so many different sub... I'm not sure if there's subcultures or... Subreddits of gay. <laughs> subreddits of gay. Like uh, some of them are into bears and fucking twinks and all sorts. Yeah, they've got, they've got mad categories. It's interesting that the the gay community on the male side have, I mean, because I don't know anything about the female side. I don't know why I know anything <laughs> about the male side, but they say they have so many kind of subgenres and names for it. Yeah. I feel like if us as guys had categories for girls like that, it'd be a bit off key. Or do we? And I just haven't really thought this comment through. Well, sometimes we see a girl. And you know, yeah, but we're like big bum, big boobs. No, uh, you'll, you'll say something like, "Well, tall. looks a bit looks looks a bit too much like a bird." But do you know what I mean? Like, was, they've got a name for the kind of way a guy looks, the, right? The, the gay community, whereas like, it's like they've got a title for it. You know, like bear or twink. There's the only two I know. <laughs> whereas if we we don't really have titles for girl, like she's a an elf and she's a a demon. <laughs> she's a like we don't have titles. A while ago, for some for some reason, I came up with this theory and explained it to my sister that girls either liked guys who looked like a bluefish or a horse. <laughs> that was my two categories. I bet the horse was the, de- the defined chin. Well, I think I mean who are, who are some hot guys like uh, who are some hot actors that you know are considered hot uh, to women? Well, apparently Idris Elba, our local Brit, is and techno producer, right, and very famous actor. He's considered the sexiest man in the world at the moment. Is he? He's got quite a defined chin. Not too defined. Not like, not like a like not chiseled chin. But he's he's very rugged and dark. Like, okay, let me look, let me look in it up. his demeanor. Well, see, he doesn't fit into either of those categories. I'm not, I'm not sure if that applies to black people or not. I think I think that might just be a white actor ca- subcategory thing. Possibly, but I think um, like Brad Pitt is clearly a horse. 
Yeah, yeah, I get that. Okay, Ryan uh, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Ooh, I don't think that works. He's horsey. I guess. Is he? I think it comes down to the chiseled jaw because you know how a horse has a very pronounced. Yeah. Chiseled jaw. Well, see, Ryan Gosling blows that theory apart. I don't think he's either. That's maybe why he's so popular. <laughs> what about Leonardo DiCaprio? Blowfish, hundred percent. Now, but 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 before. Blowfish also. Okay. Red. Uh, Johnny Depp. Horse. Right, okay. I kind of see where you're going with it. Yeah. I'm really disappointed that I'm a blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> but I just know that's what I am. It's, it, I think it's, it's roundness and curves versus... This is almost like a version of synesthesia. Synesthesia. Yeah. I'm not sure what I am. A couple of girls have called me a rat a couple of times. Did you, did you call them back? Well, did you call her rat back? <laughs> I didn't go into the details of what you just didn't ask of what rat means in why the UK. Am I a rat? Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've never been likened to an animal, but no? I think I could be likened to many animals. Definitely, like, definitely. What what are round round animals? It's I'm, a good subject when you if you smoke a bunch of weed to sit around with friends and discuss what animals you all are. We've mentioned this so many times, and obviously um, encourage people not to do drugs other than the legal ones like nicotine that I'm vaping right now. But uh, it almost feels like this, 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 all the chat that we have about smoking weed is culminating in a podcast where we have smoked weed. Which is probably like... A, a January. January, it's coming up. Weed, weed cast. Yeah. I haven't actually smoked weed in like fucking... About eight years? Yeah. It's a long time. Eight, I'm right. Too, too paranoid. Just get too paranoid. I don't get. I don't get paranoid. Do I? No, I get paranoid. Oh man, I get paranoid to the to N- the nth degree. Peeking out the blinds, because, <laughs> curtain twitching. Yeah, I get that sort of paranoid. It's not good. I think that the. But I think with a lot of people is if, if they don't smoke it very often, um, it's like that. But I think you see people just completely high functioning weed smokers, you know, in America and. Cali and, and Colorado and stuff like that. They just they smoke it every day. And there was something I saw recently where it was like a it was like a quiz or something. And and some famous rapper was was higher than everyone else, but still just just smashing it out of the park. I wish I could remember what that was because it was so funny. It had been stitches for well, hours. Was it a film? No, no. It was it was uh, like a talk show or some right. quiz or something like that. It was like some some you know. Some famous rapper and just high as fuck, but just on like Ellen or something. Yeah, but just high functioning because was the, it Snoop? <laughs> probably. It's just, 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 just because the tolerance is so high for it that I guess the brain kind of re- corrects itself. Whereas if you don't do it much, if you don't do it very often, you end up thinking everyone's a nerd like I do. Turn into a green tard. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like an Australian like public health service <laughs> word that they'd use in an advert. Don't be a green tard. Don't avoid the greasy easy. <laughs> I'm glad that word's out there now. Um, we made that up, by the way. Patent pending. <laughs> I mean, so, some guys like uh, our old MIDI tech, uh, rest in peace. Ben, rest in peace, my friend. Um, he was always, I mean, he smoked weed pretty much every night at the end of a show. This is, this is what I mean, like high functioning. Like that guy was articulate, intelligent, energetic, 
Like so, literally the antithesis of of a weed smoker, uh, of, a, well, of a stoner. You re- you remember Ben? I mean, our our pendulum setup was quite complicated back so in the day. So complicated, and if and if something is. went wrong, you had to know instantly where on the in the chain it went wrong. Yeah, and like he was so integral to the whole thing, we had to pay him a retainer because if he couldn't make a show, yeah, we would we would have been fucked. The, the only you know, me and him were the only people who knew like the inner workings of the setup. Uh, but every every day he'd come into work uh, after, you know, smoking weed the night before and just be like, right, this is wrong. That needs to be patched to MIDI output, whatever, and, you know, uh, on it at a high level. So I think it's, in a way, it's kind of dispelling the myth about weed and stoners, I guess, because it's, it, like alcohol, it can make you quite dopey and dozy. You definitely do meet people who smoke weed a lot who end up a bit dopey, though. Oh, yeah, we know a few of those. <laughs> Definitely uh, know a few of those. And I feel like if I smoked weed constantly, that the same would happen to me. Definitely yeah. I feel slow like the day or week after. And we should start a GoFundMe campaign to stop either of us smoking weed because that's music done. <laughs> music done forever. Yeah. No more music. Just, just thoughts. <laughs> just, just thoughts and musings, and musings and paranoia. Well, right. Um... To avoid awkwardness, should we play a song? Yeah, let's play um, that D&B one. That's a bell. Well, I'll tell you what, I've actually got... Speaking of Idris Elba, I came uh, across oh, yeah, his yeah, name yeah. on Spotify recently and I was like, what the fuck? Um, it turns out my man's a producer. Yeah. So, and it's sick. Well, it's, yeah, it's pretty good. I actually added, added it to my playlist uh, blind without actually even seeing the name. And then I was scrolling down the playlist later and was like, what the fuck? Yeah, people have been campaigning for him to be the next James Bond. I'm, all, I'm up for it because he's like a dark James Bond. He'd be even darker than um, Craig, Craig David? No, I've never Daniel actually, Craig. I've never actually seen a James Bond. Um, really? Nah. So you haven't seen Star Wars, Lord of the Rings... Harry Potter, nah, James just, Bond. I don't know. It seems boring to me. Some fucking, like, some fucking, I don't know, some suave fucking British cunt going around. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Bamboozling women and fucking smoking cigars. Get the it's, fuck out of here. It's super misogynistic. You've got to go back and look at some of the old ones as well. It's like, like, it's really bad. It's as bad as those adverts you would watch where, like, if, you know, from the 50s and stuff where they'd be like, about housewives yeah. and stuff like See, that. See, the only reason that I'd actually watch one of those fucking things is if it was a comedy, and Mike Myers already did that shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> to powers. Yeah. Anyway, so this is Idris Elba and... Go on, Idris. And uh, Badman. So... Bad man. 
Adrius Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. I want to do a collab with Idris Elba. That's that's goals. That'd be like a big deep techno night <laughs> party versus Idris Elba. Would you get fangirly? Fanboy. Fanboy. Yeah. Well, no, not really. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of any of his characters per se, but you know, well, you, you've some just, of the movies. You've just ruined the chance at a collab, right? Right. Now. Sorry, Idris. Oh, you won't be listening. He's too. He's too A-list. He's probably. On a yacht, making tunes, acting in a film. Can you imagine being an A-list actor like Hollywood? Well, he's not Hollywood. He lives here, I think. But um, probably back an A-list forth, Hollywood yeah. actor uh, that can make decent tunes and DJ and uh, what else? Good looking, like well, sex symbol. Sexiest man in the world, apparently. He must just go to a bar and be like, I'm fucking here. Yeah, let me DJ. Let me jump on, Frov. Yeah. Go on. Finish up your last tune. Let me play. Yeah, he could do that anywhere he likes. Oh man, <laughs> Idris, if you're listening, call us. He's not gonna. Right, what do we got? Well, I've scoured the internet for EDM news and only found this. EDM conspiracies. There's not much this week. I, sw- I swear we'll try and put more effort into these in the future. But, it's, um, a, it's, a, it's, it's a slow EDM news week. It's, yeah. a, it's a heavy news week for the rest of the world. But To be yeah. fair, I only glanced at the news for about <laughs> 30 seconds. Uh, apparently, the mayor of uh, the mayor-elect of Key Biscayne, I don't know where that is. Do you want to have, have, have a Google? I will Google that. <clears throat> I believe it's Florida. Yeah, it sounds like Florida. 
Anything with key in the name sounds Florida. Oh, like key lime pie. Mm. Do you like key lime pie? Not it. really. It's too sweet. I love it. Do you remember those quesadillas we found in South Beach? Oh yeah. That we still talk about ten years later. <laughs> like the furthest from Mexican food you could ever have, but just fucking amazing. Why? But why were they so good? I think as a combination of us being drunk, obviously coming back from some gig in Ultra, some gig in the. It was just like the crispy quesadilla and the that's right. American cheese and fucking chicken order, whatever was in there. It I'd was, love to find out where that place was and big them up. It, it was just some random bar. It, but it was right at the front of South Beach, so it was yeah, yeah right in there. I remember it was near it was near that Remix Hotel, although it might have just been called that for Ultra, I think. I, yeah, I know exactly where we are. It's, um, oh, I've forgotten the street name. South Beach. South Beach. It's, it's near A1 Avenue because I remember seeing that sign and taking a picture because of the Vanilla, Vanilla Ice, Ice song. Yeah, it's Florida. It's a town in Florida right down, right okay. down, down, down the bottom. So not, not where Ultra is at all? I mean, it's a small island that's sort of off the... So okay, that, it's off the main beach. Yeah, so that's South Beach. Right. That's Miami City. So Ultra's right there. Okay. And then there's this little island that doesn't do anything. I don't know what the... I think Soldier Boy lives there. Um, and this is Key Biscayne, which is like a... Obviously, I'm betting it's like a really posh area that's going to go under the ocean in about five years with global warming. Well, the reason seems to be uh, that they've been proposing to move to Virginia Key, um, which I guess isn't far from there, and I guess is... Right. Right. Oh, right. It's, yeah, that's... The, the village of Key Biscayne is actually in there. Oh, uh, cool. So the mayor-elect... Um, has expressed his disapproval by releasing a, a video to the community featuring blatant propaganda. Um, so he doesn't want Ultra on his turf? No. He released a video apparently uh, circulating images of what appears to be primarily stock photos of uh, used needles, polluted shorelines, traffic grid gridlock, uh, and intentionally false... Oh, give uh, me a break. <laughs> yeah, intentionally false reporting and stuff. Uh, how do you feel like that, ADM kids? <laughs> yeah. Needles and I mean, Ultra's amazing. Ultra's a Ultra's the best. Well, probably, probably my favorite festival in the world, and that's not just because we played or because we know them. It's literally um, the, the only best. reason we agreed to play because we love it. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best organized, the most fucking uh, consistent. Yeah, that came from humble beginnings. Blah blah blah. I mean, a lot of them did, but yeah. Like Tomorrowland's cool, fucking all these other ones are cool, but like for just, I feel at home at Ultra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so, so what? So this guy's kicking up a stink and he's trying to get it because I guess he doesn't want them to move there, and fuck knows why. It must bring in money to the economy, Community, of course. Yeah. Um, but I guess he's worried about traffic or fucking I don't know. Well, it's, it's definitely going to be some of that. Well, traffic, yeah, but like. I mean, it's 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 like a couple of days a year, no? Yeah, it's three it's three or four yeah. days, and then there's the setup time and then the breakdown time. I've never really seen pollution at Ultra. I mean, I know you get it at shitloads of festivals, and it's hard to tell with all the people. But I've I never think, seen. It. I, I honestly think it was such a clean festival. There wasn't like any riffraff kind of. As for used needles, who the fuck does any of that shit at festivals? <laughs> Only the super rich, Rob. Only the super rich. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all my EDM conspiracy news. There's not much, but it's something. 
You got anything? We love Yorkshire. Not really. Not really. I mean, Skrillex has done a tune with Mariah Carey. That's a bit weird. That so, is weird. Sonny going to do what Sonny going to do. And it, and she sampled that Porter thing. Did she? Oh, wait. Maybe that's the Skrillex one. Well, what's the name of it? Um, the song is called The Distance. And now Carey has revealed the second surprise collaboration with the producer, Skrillex, titled Runaway. All right, well, let's have, have a listen to this. His, his name's not on it. Gutted. That's his snare, definitely. I don't know, that seems, uh, that sounds a bit more like something Washed Out would do. He's the guy who made the Portlandia thing. It does remind me of Portlandia a bit. The Portlandia intro. Well, and what's the other one that she's done with him? So Runaway is the other one. New thing. Oh, well. New exclusive dub. Big up, Sonny. Yeah, big up. Big on the pop world. Her whole, uh, her whole career is a bit weird. She went kind of downhill and then... Came back with had, TV shows. Had something where she was singing badly at some show or some shit. I can't remember. I think she's one of those artists that went away and had babies and then came back and then revived the career where some artists will not do that. Some try and... So I think she kind of piped it through with... Uh, being on the, you know, like the talent shows and stuff, like um, America, America, American, American, American Idol, yeah, things and like stuff. That. Right. Well, that's always the last stop before your career takes a dive. But um, can't wait for that American Idol invite. <laughs> they're not gonna. We haven't even reached that yet. First, first, you've got to reach the those sort of heights, and then you fall from grace. See, we haven't reached. We haven't jumped up to yeah. that. Too, we're too scared to get. To to fall. Let's just stay where we are. Where yeah. it's comfortable and the lights are dim. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't <laughs> can't fall from grace if you never reach it, Taps, yeah. taps Head. <laughs> uh, what else? Right. Well, we haven't played a song in a while. We've been just chatting. We've been chit-chatting. Yeah, that's true. Chit-chatting. Um, this song is a, is, is a good uh, drunk night's out. Uh, Drunken Night Out Anthem. Do we, would you call that a spiller? A tequila spiller? No, it's definitely not a spiller, but it is... It's uh, a, ch- a cheerser when you cheers a glass? No, it's not a chiller. Is it a, is it a, sh- a shoe shuffler? It is a shuffler, yeah. It, but, but it's not a tequila spiller? No, it's, it's, it's shuffling as in like, like lying on the ground, hungover. Is there a category of drink you could apply to this song where you would spill that particular drink but it's not as heavy as a tequila spiller which is obviously a tequila spiller is the top tier of tune well this is like an, an uninvited tequila uh spiller as in like i was too drunk already or what about a bellini or a champagne no it's not classy enough okay okay let's just play the fucking tune shall let's we go. Yep, yep. <laughs> all right this is uh well i'll leave the name until afterwards but this one's by anti up chris lake and chris lorenzo the club shirt all i want is pizza i just want some pizza all i want is pizza when does the club shirt all i want is pizza i just want some pizza god i'm really drunk
just want some pizza. All I want is pizza. When does the club shut? All I want is pizza. I just want some pizza. God, I'm really drunk. God, I'm really drunk. you kids out there sorry it's the long soundboard if that was a politician i'd vote for it that's the sound of someone lying in their pants uh on the bed with a half-eaten uh pizza i guess are you describing your weekend no not at all (laughs) oh wait well (laughs) i didn't actually remember my weekend so kind of yeah see for me the next day it was uh, i did actually have a pizza a pizza hut deep pan Oh, ironically, that you and you said, oh, I had one last night." Yeah, yeah. There yeah. are other pizza brands available. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's great. That was really cool. So, um, it spoke to me, man. Let's have a look. What have we got? Maybe this. Wow! Super important news. Uh. Well, this one is actually super important. It's the uh, California wildfires, which we don't know enough to talk about, but are going to talk about anyway. Pretty dark. Uh, it's pretty, pretty fucking dark. Um, I follow Wes Baldwin from Limp Biscuit on um, Twitter. One, one of the or one of those, right? And it might not be Twitter. It might be the Instagram. The other ones. Um, and he was literally he'd like he'd um, posted a picture, not a picture, like film of him filming the TV of the live footage of the fire of his house burning and he just listed the amount of guitar pedals and oh, guitars and all that shit he'd lost. I was like, wow, that's so dark. Who else was affected? I think Wolfgang Gartner, I'm not sure whether... I saw him tweet that he was safe and his cats were safe, but I guess he... Uh, but he got the fuck out of there, you know? Because he was evacuated, yeah. That's um, super dark, isn't it? But the fire was like apparently like a, a couple of blocks from where he was. Um poor dude i'm not sure if anything happened but uh i don't know if he got back in or not yeah i haven't seen any follow-up from that but uh miley cyrus i think her house burnt down mm. um there was there was some other there's lots of actors there was some other dude whose whose house burned down as well um, the, the guy from 300 i saw him as well anyway did you see the uh oh, who was it it was the he's the dad in the netflix series um atypical and but he, I think he might have been in 
Um, I think he was in uh, Back to the Future. He wasn't Biff. Uh, one, one of those actors. One right. of those really staunch New York accented actors. Right. And he just went on the biggest rant about Trump's comments uh, after the fire. What did he say about it? Uh, he called him a dick stain. No, I mean, like, what did Trump say about the he, Trump Trump's tweets were like uh, along the lines of the too much money spent on 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 like uh, recovery after these after these accidents and incidents. It was it was super dark. I know it was what really. The fuck? I know it was the worst possible timing. Even if even if it was like the intention was good, it pissed so many people off. It was I can't like, even see how the intention's good. It's like you know, fucking. I don't know. Like things need to be rebuilt. Surely. Uh, it was it was just such a fucking joke. It's so funny that that guy's just not impeached. <laughs> yeah. No one just goes for his head. It's, it's um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, well, the one interesting thing though is uh, just out of interest because I knew that a lot of Californian fires are because of Australian trees, which are apparently sold to some prospector, like in the maybe late. Uh, late 1800s. So let's give some background on this. So for all you Californians and Americans, the we have a tree in Australia called a eucalyptus tree. It provides, you know, that oil and koalas eat it and stuff like that. But it's a very, it's a highly flammable tree and it requires burning to rejuvenate itself. So our, our forests will burn in Australia to regenerate themselves. Yeah. But and, we we have uh, like systems set up for that, like yeah, they do cold uh, pre burns and all sorts yeah. of shit. I'm not sure what they're called, but yeah, and um, not like not like a breakwater. What well, they have like a land equivalent fire break. break fire breaks. So we yeah we, we're set up for it because it happens. But some geezer stole uh, sold. <laughs> he 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 duped a bunch of LA people into buying Australian eucalyptus trees. Uh, they planted thousands of trees. And Australians <laughs> oh my God. forgot to mention... Uh, <laughs> They're highly flammable. It takes at least like 100 years for the trees to mature, um, which is 100 years ago, it, it, you know, it's coming up to about right now. But feeling some kind of weird patriotic guilt, I did look this up and... I mean, what what it, is the cause of, like, they contain some... Did we explain this? They contain some sort of oil. Yeah, the eucalyptus oil is flammable in when it's concentrated into sap, I think. So the fire reaches the tree, the tree explodes, spreading the fire. Yeah, and it's quite flammable. But I looked this up and the parts of California that burnt down are not containing Australian trees. So right. it's not our fault. Does that mean that <laughs> they have a fucking surprise in store for them if that shit ever reaches the parts that do have eucalyptus trees. No, because I think those have burnt. I think those have had, they've had forest fires in those areas and those have burnt. Right. But eucalyptus is a great product. Buy it from Australia. I mean... <laughs> Many Australian products have eucalyptus. Or maybe, maybe not. It's, um... You always see eucalyptus trees when you're over there. It feels quite, quite homely, actually. Yeah, it gives, quite, it gives us a vibe of feels like nostalgia. Back in Perth, which is nice, until it the face fucking burns down. I know, it's terrible. But don't you think it's like, um, it's, uh, would you, would you say that the, the, the media coverage over this, this, um, area of, of devastation that's affected many rich people and people that have a lot of reach into society via social networking, 
I, th- I honestly think it didn't seem to be any different to when it happened in like a poor area in like the middle the middle of America. I I just would have thought that if like all of Hollywood burnt down and all these all these A-listers had their houses destroyed, you think that it would just be more present and and more talking about it. See, I think uh, I'm compared ju- to when it happens in Texas and there's some floods. I'm sure that does happen. But um, I didn't I honestly from my perspective it didn't seem any different. It seemed like the same kind of A-listers were 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 obviously saying like I guess the difference was they were talking about their house for once and they yeah. weren't they weren't preaching about it's more personal. Yeah. But it wasn't too No, it wasn't blown up more than any of the like Katrina or any of those disasters yeah. that didn't have as many celebrities. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Because when I saw it coming, I was like, oh God, here we go. This here is comes be. the PR. Yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah. From what I can see. I mean it might be different for people across the pond on I'm I'm betting Fox and CNN are running that shit. Yeah. Twenty four but um, I don't know. It's uh, I guess it's just because it's so so dry, and the the speed of the wind apparently was carrying the flames. Like they were saying something like eighty football fields per minute. Fucking hell! Or some shit like no, that. No man. I, and if you if you see the videos, the wind is going fucking fast as well. What's mad is about a month ago, I was flying from Washington State down to. San Francisco, yeah, and the fires were kind of on their way down in different parts. We just flew past them, just down the coast. I don't know if they're the same fires, so they're obviously not the same fires. But it was, I guess, it's like bushfire season out there for them. Yeah, and you can see them from the sky, like they're heading, they're heading down towards California. Well, I mean, also, also, I think all their all their houses are built uh, out of wood, aren't they? Because yeah. of the because of the earthquakes. Yeah. So with with earthquake prone areas, you get better stability from wood but obviously high burning <laughs> quotient <laughs> so why the fuck would you live there then it's it just seems so dumb yeah it's a gamble it's a gamble on a fire or or an earthquake you can't build i don't know you can't build with uh non-wooden materials which burn down because it's so fucking dry do you do you remember that time we were in japan and all of us were asleep except for Perry. And then we all woke up after. So we just landed. We all went back to the hotel. Us. So the whole band, crew, management, everything. We all went to sleep because we just landed. And for some reason, Perry didn't sleep. And then we all woke up and Perry texts us being like, did everyone feel that earthquake? And we're like, fuck off, Perry. There's no earthquake. And we looked on the news and there was a huge earthquake. And this building just kind of... Because we were in the hotel quite far up. And you were like on the 90th floor or something, all of us. Yeah. And none of us felt it. We were just slept through it. And Perry was like... Shaking. Well, see, I think I think there are like structural ways to mitigate the uh, yeah the swaying and the rumbling, but um, I guess it's a uh, I guess those things are maybe quite expensive. So maybe but, maybe like single households. May, uh, in Japan, do they build with wood? I've no idea. Not a lot. I think traditional houses and um, spas. You know, like you know the kind of hot spring spas and volcanic spas and stuff are quite traditional, but. I think typically they just, when they start building a building, they just know to build it with all the wobbly bits all ready to go. The the wooden things just seems fucking... It does seem mad. Dumb as fuck to me. Especially in hot places where you're just fire prone. Yeah. Like so sometimes you'll see like DIY repair stuff if, if you've got a problem with your house and, you, and you'll look it up online and they'll be like, they'll be talking about some American shit that we don't even do over here, like building the outside of wood and maybe drill into these sort of panels. You're like, what the fuck are you on about? Build with brick. 
These are, all, these are all good topics. These are all great topics. We're Australians. This is a big topic for us because fire is something we grew up with. Yeah. Bushfires and... Uh, Was there any slogans? I don't think there were. No. Just uh, duck and roll? No. Roll. Roll. There was a whole thing. I slip, slop, slap. No, slip, slop, slap. That was, was for sunscreen. For sun, yeah, that was for sunburn. Which is a type of fire. <laughs> was, it like, was it like nip, tuck and roll? No, that's, that's, that uh, was a TV that's show. Kids. I think. <laughs> Nip, tuck and rolls. Uh, get down low and go, go, go. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remembered. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> See, I didn't, I, I didn't remember that one, maybe. Get nope. down low and go, go, go. Go, go, go. Get down low. We should do a podcast section on TV adverts from Australia and explain them and explain their context. Yeah. Like um, we've got State Swim, State Lube, Swim. Lube Mobile, Lube Mobile, uh, Bunnings, Bunnings is great. WA Salvage, WA Salvage. God, there's so many. The list is endless. We'll get Carl. Let's get Carl back for that as well because he'll be good. Yeah, he'll be good for that. Well, we said we'd play some new stuff. Uh, I think a couple of weeks or a few weeks now ago, and um, and we didn't. Um, we, we did the other night in ministry. Yeah, we we played a new one. Uh, which sounded okay. The mix needs work. Don't, Does it need spices? Don't start me on that. Uh, but we thought we'd play uh, unusually, like um, pretty much uh, like our tracks go through a number of versions each time. Yeah, know? and I'd, it'd be kind of cool to, to to let to let people hear them. But basically, like tracks can end up completely different. To the original idea, <laughs> like you wouldn't believe, um, like different genres, different tempos, different fucking styles, like completely. A, a chilled one might turn heavy, or the other way round, or whatever. Might turn into jazz. So we thought we'd play uh, the versions that this particular song, uh, which is called "Ghost Town," for now. We thought we'd play the different versions that this song has been through, and just let people and, hit, and, hear. And this is about probably half the iterations it goes through, but these are like the main kind of points that it moves on to its different kind of yeah evolutions so to speak and before we, we were before actually recording the podcast you were saying you know if if people wanted to was this so people could tweet their opinions or should they like and i was just saying you know <laughs> no don't tweet your opinions well they can tweet their opinions i'm not gonna <laughs> fucking i'm not gonna give a shit but uh um but i think it'll be interesting for people to hear the multiple versions that this song has gone through so far. Yeah, let's do it. Let's run that. And it's still not finished, by the way, so it might end up so a little off. bit different. <laughs> so give us a break, all right? All right, so this was version, uh, this says it's version number four uh, that I saved. So, so quite, quite early. Quite early. This was the kind of original idea of the track, which um, I came up with in, uh, I think it was, I was in, where was I? I was in an island a, a, a while away from Venice. Okay, uh, all right, so and that's going back to middle of this year. Yeah, and the chilled atmosphere uh, sort of contributed to writing this.
So that was the original idea. That was version four. Yeah, I love that lead. Yeah, that was cool. But I think the pianos was uh, what carried it on to the... Kind of, yeah. I, I like the little the little riff, though. Um, but then it sort of, uh, we went through a few iterations and uh, with a track like that, I always think, we, we try and keep Knife Party and Pendulum separate, but sometimes I just have a vocal idea and, and chuck it down and see how it goes. And I guess not sure which one it goes to, yeah. depending on the top line. So we polished the track a little bit and... Uh, and put some vocals down, uh, and it turned into this. So this this was version 18 of <laughs> the same tune. That was version 18 with the vocals. But that's what that's where I was at just like that was the vibe, that was the direction to go in. Was that the first one I think I sent to you? No, the, the previous one as well. Okay. Um but I don't know, just I guess it's just the vocals. When when I heard vocals I knew there's a direction there. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what the direction was or like even what the lyrics mean. <laughs> um but sometimes they're placeholders as as we will um testify with a lot of things sometimes that the placeholder lyrics can be yeah. absolute garbage. Well, a lot of the times the place... Well, look, look at Phil Collins. <laughs> What's this? The, 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 the placeholder lyrics often make it into the final track, you know? Yep. Um, especially with Knife Party. I mean, with Pendulum, I usually try and put a little bit more thought into the lyrics before the tracks go out. But with Knife Party, we like doing stuff on the fly. We like doing tracks quickly, even yeah. though this shit has been taking forever recently. I guess as well is like the only reason you wouldn't change the lyrics is if they're just the wording just defines like the character of the yeah. of the top line and stuff. Well, I just like the, I like the melody and I sometimes I just don't want to record the vocals again and I'm happy enough with the lyrics and so fuck it. it sounds good. It ain't fit and broke. Don't fix it. But then uh, then what happened is uh, I was playing a bunch of tracks uh, before a DJ set just in the dressing room and uh, I happened to play this one. Uh, by Tom Starr. Shining down on me. And what I realized was I had subconsciously sort of ripped <laughs> that entire kind of little piano melody I idea. I mean, you're not, not completely, like similarly. 
No, it's it's still a bit different, but I, don't, I just it's enough. It's similar enough to make me uncomfortable about it. Yeah, but I mean, rave pianos is, you know, that's that's he doesn't have ownership of rave pianos. No. We, we love you, Tom. True, but it sounded similar enough that I was like, you know what, I don't really want to do that. I'd rather do something like I'd rather do something that feels more original. And by that time, we felt a little bit like, man, this trance thing has really come back. Probably thanks to Porter or whoever kicked it off um but we were kind of like man we we really used to love uh don't get me started we used to love trance back in the day love that um carl will testify to that as well like and kind of wanted to do something in that vein while it was still hot because it hasn't been hot for you know very many times throughout history 10 years or so yeah it comes and goes we love a trance but we're like well and you should love it too we were like, well, while it's fucking, while the style's popular, why don't we fucking use that opportunity to actually do, you know, some some music that we've actually wanted to make for a while, and and try to keep the influences out as much exactly. as we can. Exactly. So uh, I came up with this uh, demo. Belter. Yeah. Although this, I should warn you, uh, occasionally we put stuff on the master bus that makes the track sound heavier than it actually is just so it's, just so that we can get a vibe for the track before we go into mixing it properly yeah it's like working with a filter on yeah so this is a version of that uh of the new idea uh the new direction we went down but with a fuckload of processing on the master which got rendered to this version ronda take it with a grain of salt That was the way, way, way overly compressed. Uh, but but vibe wise, vibe wise, that's where I was most excited. And and yeah, obviously, like the other two, the other the elements from before were too good to waste. So I guess the idea was like, how do we combine that kind of almost like trance uh, deep house vibe with the with the previous ideas, like the, the more piano. chilled thing. Yeah, and I don't know if that's <laughs> I don't know if. Uh, it was better or worse. It was it was definitely like a different direction, and I loved it. I kind of liked that it get, it was more our own thing than yeah. the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we sort of had another idea that maybe you know we could go even we could even ramp up the trance influence uh, during the breakdown and do something else. I mean, this this isn't in there at the moment, but uh, this is this is the point in a song called the tangent. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- there are many. But um, I'd still quite like to do this during the breakdown of this track. I think I'd like this idea. to be this entire and it's song by itself. It's fucking amazing. So th- this is the idea that we came up with for potentially the breakdown of this track.
probably a high-pitched vocal, uh, kind of like Harpoon over this as well. Amazing. Hands in the air at a... I've got my hands in the air. Is it Creamfields? What's that trance festival? Global Gathering. One of them. Hands in the air moment. Obviously, what a break. Obviously, the synths aren't quite right, but that break was sounding. No, see, good. that's like that, that. The whole vibe of that is uh, that. The whole vibe of that is just you know pure nostalgia. But I think it's just it's modern now. We yeah. must be able to incorporate. We must be able to thumb in all these elements. I'm not. I'm not sure. Sure about the last bit. Although it does sound kind of like it's leading up to a build up into another section. Yes. No, that's right. Which yeah. is good. But um. Just that that nice vibe, I think, is coming back. I think I like the pe- first one, and people that don't know about it will will be educated. Well, see, I think it's come back and on it, perhaps on its way out. Possibly, so we got to get it in there while we still can. But but vibes like Technotronic and Black Box and Two Unlimited and stuff didn't really get a step in. It was more of the what was going on during that those nineties period in house. Yeah, not so much the pop end of house. It's got to bring that in. We've yeah. got to do it. Well. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, I then had, uh, well, what happened next was uh, I discovered a Vocaloid, which Porter Robinson made heavy use of on Worlds, uh, his Worlds album. And because uh, I remember it when I, when I first heard about it, this is ages before the before uh, Porter used it on Worlds. I sort of heard about it and thought it was very cool. I love that sort of idea. And downloaded the software and fuck me, it was complicated to use. As, as very, at that stage, it was very Japanese oriented as well. It was, it was, I guess, maybe pitched more towards Japanese pop music. Yeah. There, there were like entire communities full of people that not only focused on like the production of tracks using these vo- voices, but also communities of people that were fans of the voices. So Newsflash, our tour manager, Jamal, if you're out there, he right now he is on tour in France this minute with the most famous uh, artist of this, what would you call it, a generation? Vocaloid. Vocaloid. Music. So he's out there supporting a band that's supporting a hologram digital character, this chick called, uh, Kimis, Kimis, um, I can't remember her name. But he's out there. So there's there's arenas filling up around Europe to go and watch this hologram of a person that doesn't exist. It's a digital anime character that she and she sings using this software. What do you know? Where do you go? We've been invited. If we want to go, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jamal. Um, all right. So I downloaded like the the most recent version uh, because it looked a bit more easy to use than uh, that fucking crazy old version that I last saw. And I thought, well, it could be quite good for just testing uh, testing ideas, testing top lines while, uh, you know, if I'm at home and don't have access to, a, you know, a mic or I'm not yeah. at the studio or I'm on tour. So, so it's like for writing ideas down, but then you can actually write in lyrics. Yeah, exactly. And, and you can top line digitally. And kind of manipulate the feel to... Hopefully, what's you know a bit more similar to the final version could be. Yeah, but it all ends up quite Japanesey. Yeah, 
It's sick. So this was an idea I had for the, the vocal top line um, just after the uh, just after the intro uh, with uh, one of the Japanese style voices from uh, Vocaloid. So that was over the, um, oh, there's more. <laughs> Amazing. But what a great test bed. What a great way of being able to write ideas in. Well, a lot of the time you don't know if, if lyrics are going to work out when you actually go to record them. That's like, true, because you can write words, but you don't even know how phrasing them works for your vocal range or exactly all sorts of, yeah. Oh, uh, and just some words sound weird, some words you can't sing right, some words have too many T's in them or too many S's. And sometimes it's quite hard to know unless you, I guess, are very skilled at it or unless you <laughs> go to the mic and try and sing it. Anamatapia. So it's a great way of, of hearing if like phrases sound awkward or not. Yeah. I guess. So anyway, so that version uh, actually turned, I uh, recorded uh, these vocals the other day just before Ministry of Sound um, and this and sort of mixed the song into a presentable version without all the fucking bullshit processing. So this is the latest version of that track and who so the, knows? the closest to a final the, through this process. I mean, it, probably, it, could, it could go on for weeks and weeks and change but, you know, this is the closest to a final through that process of like testing it, uh, different ideas, using Vocaloid to write the top lines. It, it'll then... still, it'll still probably end up a little bit different to this. Uh, I've got some mix changes to do, but we're going to play it anyway. Yeah, run that straight off the bat. I don't like the intro; it's too funky. Is it? Well, maybe we could sub out that. But I guess it needs context because I love that beat and I love the, like the the break in the beat. I like the little riser pad. Pad's great. Anyway, let's shut the fuck up and then. <laughs> I've been trying to work you out. I've been under your love so long. When you have no one to think about, it's not easy to stay strong. It needs work. I love the tone. Huh? I love the tone of the synth though, like. Uh, I'd need so much work there. And I think we had the vocal here as well. Yeah, vocal here. Just wanna make something happen. Just wanna 
Star Wipe. So Sick. that's that's Ghost Town as it stands, and uh, we're gonna do a bunch more to that, and hopefully it'll end up sounding decent. Yeah, a little bit of insight into the process. It's sometimes a short process, sometimes a very long process, sometimes yeah. a very very long process. So, mm, don't know. This feels like it's dragging on a little bit. Maybe that's, we should yeah. cut our losses and uh, <laughs> metal minute, metal minute, metal minute. This is all right. Is it that one that you showed me earlier? Uh, yes, it is, but no one knows what you're talking about because uh, mm. <laughs> they're about to. They are. It's a fucking stinker. Right, this is uh, Cut the Throat by Bless the Fall. That was heavy. That was fucking brutal. I love it. 
Yeah, so it seems like a good time to kind of wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, I feel fluey. I'm getting fluier by the minute. You're fluier. But, yeah. I'm hungry, was, hungry as well. We need to get some food. Let's get some food and get back to work. All right, we'll see you all whenever we see you all next week. All right, see you next week. Bye, Reverb. This stream is now finished. Please exit the building in an orderly fashion.